0: the freedom ninjas the mission to free the world from concern by flipping on those light switches in the brain learn educate yourself and mastermind with us and join our facebook group freedom from concern
1: Hey guys, it's Siv Kulabuth, also known as Sensei Siv. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, as well as Twitter.
0: Hi, this is Salvador Jumawan from Las Vegas, Nevada. You can find me at facebook.com slash one Hey
2: guys, welcome to Freedom From Concern. This is Brian Brown. You can find me on Google. Just type Brian Brown TV, no spaces, TV like television. Hey Hey, hey guys, welcome to Freedom From Concern. It's happy hump day. And uh, how are you guys doing? How are you doing, Siv? How are you doing, Sal? I'm
1: doing great. Doing great. The weather's getting better. Feeling great, man. Feeling great. Always great to connect with you guys on a Wednesday. Winning Fantastic.
2: Wednesday. Fantastic. So uh, anything exciting new happened this week? Anything, uh, any shares, of, like just like super crazy exciting something happened to anybody?
0: Yeah, a lot of things are happening. Um, you, know, uh, you know, ever since I've been doing that 30-day affirmation, one thing that really I've been getting out of this affirmation is procrastination, you know, dealing with procrastination. And, you know, I always get reminded when I started procrastinating, there's like this alarm in my head that, oh, Sal, you're procrastinating. You know, you're not living up to what you're saying on the affirmation. So that has been kind of like keeping me on the check. And another thing, part of the affirmation that I've been repeating every morning is where there's part, it says, I anticipate meeting the person and group of people willing to, you know, help use their power and wealth to help me achieve my dreams. And man, it's just like so clear that all this gurus, information, teachings, trainings, business partners, I mean, just like re. Feeling like mushrooms, you know, like right in front of you. So, you know, becoming more aware, you know, like your, subco- your comp- when your subconscious mind becomes aware of it, man, it just picks it up really, really clear. So, yeah, that's a lot of stuff happening over this weekend, you know, especially in preparation with the preparation with, uh, with the uh, Eric Worries GoPro. I mean, it's just a lot of exciting stuff.
2: There's so much magic in the power of words. And, uh, you know, when we really take that in consideration to when we take something and we speak it out, like, like, for example, where you're saying, you know, there'll be people that are going to come into my life. that are going to help me, you know, whether it's God or the universe is going to bring the right person into my life. That's going to help me increase my vision or increase my business or whatever it is like, it's so real that when we speak those words and we have that intention and that desire that we create our, our outcome. It's, right. it's so cool.
1: Yeah. Yep. And I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> that is powerful. You know, it's just something magical happens when you repeatedly say things over and over and over and over again and your subconscious mind starts to adopt it. It starts to believe it. And your sense of awareness is heightened. You know, whereas normally you'd easily be distracted by things. But your level of focus and the intensity is so amped up that nothing can take you away from that distraction. I think the biggest, uh, like, win for me this week was, you know, being a part of this group with Todd Falcone and the A-team is understanding what's really going to help you change the situation and seeing a lot of people that have never achieved the level of success that they have achieved before, but because of the second, actually we're going to the third week now and, and their level of focus on the simple things that you do every day. And like Sal was talking about the affirmation, it's just something magical happen when you start to focus on something long enough. Right. And yeah. I think that's the one thing that a lot of people have a hard time with, including myself is we're easily distracted, you know, so we don't focus on certain things long enough to be consistent. And without consistency it's really hard to achieve any level of any kind of success. So that's yeah. probably the biggest win for me this week is just understanding that and seeing it like full circle again.
2: And I think the importance yeah. of that, like what you just said is, is the faith aspect of that it's, it's, it's the faith that believing it will happen. You know that that desire and belief that it will happen, it's right. gonna happen. And the more you ingrain that or, and train your brain in your um, uh, subconscious, you know, the more you believe it.
0: Mm-hmm. There's power you know, in that. You know what's really cool? Uh, last night um, I was looking over this books that I have on top of my, uh, my, um, my desk. And I picked up, you know, on my first um, uh, personal development book, it's think and grow rich. And then I cracked it open, right? Cracked it open. There it is. I saw the, um, you know, that line where I highlighted it, it says repetition of affirmation. Of orders to your subconscious mind is the only method of voluntary development of emotion of faith boom that's powerful dude so what (laughs) dude Dude, i cracked it open and there it is you know this is exactly what we are doing you know so man this it's so powerful bro
2: that's
0: good that is
2: good Wow. Can you say that again? Like, do you have that written down or like you just... Never- oh,
0: I'm reading, I'm reading a book right now. It's because, you know, I, I, I kept it next to me so I can, you know, take a picture once in a while. And then I cracked it. First crack, I saw this. This is what it says. Um, and it's highlighted. Rep- repetition of affirmation of orders to your subconscious mind is the only known method of voluntary development of the emotion of faith.
2: Whoa, wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> <be> <laughs> I did not know that said that in Think and Grow Rich. That it's, is fantastic.
0: It's funny, like you know how like you know the title Think and Grow Rich, when you really know how to think you know, to grow rich, it's it's like it's science, you know. Knowing what you well, no, discovering what you didn't know. And then what, once you learn it, you just keep it and keep it as a treasure of knowledge and then yeah, just keep using it. Keep coming back to the bolt of, you know, treasure of knowledge and keep using it because you know, when you use it, it's going to give you an outcome.
1: Yeah, that's powerful stuff, man. That's awesome.
2: <laughs> that's yeah. awesome.
1: There's so many major, major drops, man. Wow. Wow.
2: So we're finishing up the book, Right or Almost Right, by John Herenza today. Um, we've gone through quite a bit in uh, two or three previous podcasts. And um, I'm looking at one of the notes here, and it's kind of like a small affirmation that I just wanted to read. Um, he says, I am the master of the small step. I am the master at keeping my commitment. I am... The master of my fear, I am in control. That's pretty good. That's yeah. a really cool simple affirmation. Yeah. that will definitely move the needle in your business.
1: What do you think, Siv? There's really, you know, power to just this simple things, right? Uh, John Ramas always talks about the fundamentals. Is the fundamentals. And as I'm going through his book, right, almost right, the thing that's really the glaring um, words and the glaring theme of the entire book is understanding the process, but not analyzing the process, right? Understanding it and doing the process, you know. Mm -hmm. And he talks about do it today. Like a lot of the, um, there's a, there's a part in the book he talks about you know, the checkup from the neck up. And Mm -hmm. some of the questions he asks is, you know, what did you do today? Right. That's as simple as that. You just got to ask yourself, what did I do today? And on a scale of one to 10, how would you rate your level of consistency this week? Right. But it always comes back to what did you do today? Because the process, is the process, the fundamentals is the fundamentals. And part of that is the mindset that leads you to either take action or not take action and that's you know that's what i'm getting from the book like the majority of where he's coming from is your mindset you know and there's like a a part on the book i remember um and it just really sticks with me you know because anytime i'm going down that you know that 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 uh that that downward spiral and i'm not going up is uh John Addison's quote, and that is, if your you're, you're thinking is uh, stinking, your business is shrinking. Mm-hmm. Right. It's really simple, <laughs> but it's a, it's a very simple reminder for myself and, mm-hmm. and, and to evaluate every thought. You know, every thought is an affirmation. Like, really, if you can allow yourself to focus on the positivity and be mindful of your thoughts, then you'll affirm your thoughts into reality you know like thinking grow rich and napoleon hill is you know what the mind can conceive you can achieve right well Mm -hmm. what is the mind conceiving most of the time is what you'll uh, you'll you'll manufacture most of the time you'll you'll manifest that most of the time and so in affirming you know their daily thoughts you know and and just being consistent with that you're developing the mental muscle that allow you to be aware more aware at a subconscious than a conscious level. So when you have a thought that is not affirming to what your motives are or what you're looking to achieve, then you can negate that thought and be more towards, you know, what you want to focus on in life. And mm-hmm. um, it's a, yeah, it's a very powerful, simple book, very s- simple concept, but it's a, it's a personal development concept more than it is how to build a business, you know, mm-hmm. right. Or almost right. Are or, or you, are you looking to achieve a next level lifestyle? And if you are, are you doing the basic things? It's not like super rocket science stuff, you know? Like, it's not like <laughs> hidden, highly coveted secrets that John teaches in this book. It's basic things that you can do over time. And if mm-hmm. you develop those disciplines, those daily disciplines are what are going to allow you to create that empire, you know? And
2: I like this, this question he asks. He says, what small step? to greatness, did you take today? That pretty much says it all, like what you're saying.
0: Exactly, yeah. I look at it like uh, um, like learning a sports. You know, when people are easier to um, relate to it, especially people like sports, and they say, and afraid of business, the word business just turns them off, throws them off. But you know, they're already doing what's harder, you know, like sports. Um, and no one's, no one's born to know how to play sports. No one's born how to, knows how to dance. You know, all, no, nobody, no one's born how to drive, you know, no learn, know how to drive, right? So a lot of these things that we do and, you know, we are controlled by our subconscious mind is the little things that we do every day. And we become better at it. Um, I don't know if there's any science proven where, you know, in order for you to become an expert of certain things, it requires like 10,000 hours. But say it's not real. I mean, it's not real. It's not um, like statistically proven. But Mm -hmm. it just makes sense when you do certain things for so many hours, you become an expert of it. And that's why... People become certified of certain certifications or master degrees or something after so many hours of practices, right? Mm-hmm. It was the same thing as what John is talking about. You know, focusing on a simple home-based business is focus on the fundamentals. You know, what do you do when you get up? You know, uh, you know, uh, letting uh, sharing your stories and um, you know believing in yourself, the product or the business and doing that every day builds up like what Siv says, the mental muscle. And it just makes us a lot stronger. And when you're stronger, your mental posture, your belief is a lot stronger. And so when you present yourself out there, you know, representing your business, it, it's, it's just, you're just much better. You know, it, that's how we, magnet or attract people rather than repel people i like that and like to me like what you're saying
2: when it comes to you know um a home business or owning a business um or or even that skill right um whether it's sports or guitar lessons or you know learning how to drive better whatever it all comes to to down to time right time and commitment and and managing your time around your life and your distractions to commit to that focus, right? And like one of his questions is, whose dream did you build today? Now that could be with business, it could be with um, an income, a part-time job or a full-time job. It could be with a sport, Like, like you said, sports, like if you have a dream to become an athlete, or if you have the dream to become an entrepreneur, or if did you dream to become a a piano player, right? It's Mm -hmm. whose dream did you build today? And you could split that up, you know, where if you do have a job and you go to work for eight hours, like at least commit to what you commit to, whether it's 15 minutes or 30 minutes a day, or an hour a day, or an hour a week, right? Whose Mm -hmm. dream did you build? Yeah. so, yeah, what do you guys think?
0: And and I totally agree because it's it's really what you do a little bit every day is what's going to strengthen that muscle. It's not what you do a lot in one day that will develop that muscle efficiently. So, yeah, totally,
1: totally agree with that.
2: Oh, that's good. What do you think, Siv?
1: Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's really, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's There's a lot of deception involved in that because we as people um you know like are exposed to this thing called instant gratification. You know we like okay, so Brian, if I'm looking for this formula, right, I got this recipe to make this amazing pie that I want to make for Thanksgiving, right, and I know that my family's going to love the taste of pie right because I love it. And a lot of people I shared it with, love I wanna experience the same thing with my family. And you give me that secret formula, right? That I've been looking for um, and knowing how to make that pie. See, that recipe is a proven recipe. And if I mix the ingredients according to the instructions, I'm gonna get the same exact pie. But here's the one thing that human beings are susceptible to do, right? Is we try to reinvent the formula. We try to make the formula faster and better. And in doing that, sometimes we make the recipe where we we, we, we mess with the recipe, right? Because the ingredients are there, you mix it the same. But what if part of the baking process is to put it in the oven for 350 degrees for 15 minutes? But in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, if it's 15 minutes at 350, I can probably bake more pies faster if I put it in for 450 for, I mean, or um, 800 <laughs> degrees, you know, if there's an oven for that, right? For like five minutes. Well, guess what? Same recipe, same concept, different result.
2: Mm-hmm. Right?
1: So the formula is there. The hardest thing for us to appreciate and understand and actually commit to is the process. Yeah, because we all want it to happen so fast, and that's the one thing I've learned in the course of my career as a network marketer and also an online marketing consultant is that some of the things that you did six months ago, a year ago, you start getting rewarded to uh, rewarded six months or a year later, right? Knowing that is part of the formula. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, wow. know? knowing the outcome. Yeah, patience is knowing the outcome.
2: Patience is knowing the outcome. Mm-hmm. That's really powerful. Wow. <laughs> I'm speechless. That was good, good. man. Drop the mic, <laughs> Siv. <laughs> that was like a lesson within a lesson. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Dang. I, I get some of those once in a while.
2: Wow. So, hmm. you guys have any um, notes or comments about the book that, um, I don't know, memories that, that stuck out at you? Um, from the
1: book, I don't have it really, what really caught my attention after reading the book, like for the fourth time is, uh, it is the beginning of the book, the beginning of his story, you know, is when he transferred, he's, he was starting to transition from where he was. And when he made that definitive, not just a decision, right? There's a difference in making a decision and making a definitive decision. Like, you know the difference, right? Because people say, hey, I'm going to do it. I'm going to make it happen. And then the next day, they're like, man, I don't really feel like it. You didn't really make a definitive decision, right? You just thought it was cool. And you just, you decided at that moment, okay, because you thought it was cool, you're just going to do it because you thought it was cool and you were at the highest level of vibration at the moment. But there's a difference in when you make a decision. is that you understand where you're at. You understand where you came from to where you're at. And you also have a vision to what you can achieve, right? That's a definitive decision. And when he made that definitive decision, as he was with his fiance, connecting with her and letting her know, hey, I know we're struggling right now. I know it's going to cost a boatload of money for me to do that. I don't have a boatload of money, but here's the deal. If I don't make this decision and decide to do whatever it takes for me to change my current situation right now, I'm going to always be here, Right. The beginning was the end. Like, I, I get it, you know, and, and this is what I was, when I was on a Zoom with, with, uh, with John, we're, we're just connecting. And when he just shared uh, some of that part of the book, and he just said, hey, I just had to decide that I was going to do it. And I was going to do it no matter what. It didn't matter if anybody agreed with me. I believe in myself. And even if I didn't have the ability, I didn't know what to do. I'm going to figure out how to do it. And that was definitive, that was the finding moment, right? That defining moment that allowed him to open up to just, just so much more, the abundance that's around him. And so as you're asking what, you know, notes are, it, it was a mental note, right? Because mm-hmm. every time you read it, because of where I am in my life today, it just reminded me of Siv, don't forget why you started and don't forget where you came from. And if you're looking back, look back to recognize how hard you worked to get here, appreciate it, but don't succumb to complacency, right? The story. And again, going back to patience is known to outcome. You know, When we started, uh, you know, like th- when I recognize this and, and anytime I start a new project, I always know that there will be adversity. There will be people that I care about, they, that, that hurt me. There will be people along the way that will do things that's outside of, you know, my integrity, right? But my decision, my purpose is always going to be the same. And that's the level of patience that I must have because I know the outcome. You know, you, you know why you're doing it. And so it was a great reminder to read the book again and hear for the, you know, and just really have that, just just see it, you know, come full circle again as to, what was the common denominator for this man to achieve the level of success that he achieved is that when he made a definitive decision, that was his defining moment. And he said, you know what? I believe so much in what this is and what it has to offer me that I'm going to do whatever it takes. That's what I got from the book. And you know, that's from my mental note.
2: That's really good. And that Mm -hmm. for some reason, I don't know that, that brings me back to the Jim Rohn quote where he says you know, you'll never beat me because you can't outwork me. And it's like, you know, wow. once he made that decision that he was going to do it, he knew no matter how many hours someone spent on something, they wouldn't outwork him because right. he committed to that. He committed to no one will outwork me. And I don't know. That's, that's what I got out of that. That's just that really hit home for me.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. It's uh it's really you versus you. And when you once you recognize that, you recognize that you know you, you recognize the power. Okay. You know what really stand out for me
0: with this book among all the other personal development book. Number one, the title. I mean, it's just it hit home run. You know, it's pure humility. And here's, here's, here's what we, here's what I learned. You know, the things that we do are based on what we know, right? We can't do things we don't know. Right. That's why we go training and try to learn new things. And as a business person, we do things the way we know how we do the business, but it's really, it really strike home when you think you're doing things right, almost right until you realize there's the right way. And once you learn how to do the right way, there's a significant difference in result that could be on an income or the way you work out, the way you eat, the way, the, the way you do things, right? So it's really humbling to, you know, just, just having this book, well, number, well, no, see, reading this book and knowing a little bit about uh, John, it puts more dimension into this book right cuz man i I've, I've seen john with uh, with you know we we've hung out with them in a party man this looks like man it's so natural dude right you know you're hanging out with the millionaire but don't he doesn't act like a super hot star millionaire in the room you know you <laughs> really humble guy but you know with with knowing once once you accept and become open to understand that there are things that we don 't know, and we learn it until we discover it we don 't know what we don 't know right Civ? Um right. then it gives you more opportunity to expand and learn more things, so this book right here he, he does a great comparison on and I'm, and I was guilty of it. you know there were many years when. When I didn't very, I had very little success in marketing because I was busy, but I was busy with the non income producing activity. I was busy. I thought that was the way to be successful, be busy and stuff. Right. And when I learned how to focus and manage time and activities on income producing activities, doing things right. I spend less time on my business and get more result. So that's, that's what I got out of this book. This is a very powerful book, you know, because he, 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 he helps us, you know, take out that blindfold in our mind, thinking that we're already doing things right until you have another option. Hey, you know what? This is how you're doing it. Maybe you'll get better result when you do this. So, that's it that's what i got i hope it makes sense <laughs> back to you guys
2: oh absolutely oh, yeah. that's awesome so when you said income activities and you know being aware of the income activities mm-hmm. like do do you have any tips like for our audience about like how to recognize those income activities like in your daily you know sure.
0: daily life like how do you how do you recognize them well let me give you an example on how it was for me um, before i would I would attend you know i w- I would attend the uh, you know the conference calls and all that kind of stuff um, I would spend a lot of time on facebook browsing on the internet looking for opportunities to uh to connect with people and say stuff uh, those are time consuming if i'm not taking any action into directly reaching out to people or maybe doing the right way of you know uh, sending your message on social media then it could be time consuming there are times I felt like I was just glazing I'm just like I'm I'm in front of my computer it looked like I was busy I would scroll around on then the next thing you know I'm busy looking at other people's business instead of doing my business so but You know with with the type of trainings that we've been doing lately you know you know with also with the other trainings that we get we're laser focused you know 15 minutes this is what you do you connect you engage this is what you do that's producing um the next 15 minutes you do this the next 15 minutes you do this next in just one hour i'm able to accomplish more than i would probably sitting in front of a computer for like two or three hours or four hours So yeah, that's, that's, that's my example. Or maybe like before, before the internet days, you know, I would spend time going to meetings, um, you know, hotel meetings, home meetings, but I'm not bringing somebody with me. Right. So there's no production there. I'm just keeping the knowledge to myself. So that's just an example.
2: Oh, that was, yeah, that's, that's phenomenal. That's really, really good. So Yeah. I mean, my little two cents on that is I would suggest making like a diary of like, or a log of like what you do for like a day or two and then be able to look at it and kind of, I guess, segment out what is directly dealing with people or customers Mm -hmm. Um, and understand those would be income-producing activities. And the other things like looking for things, searching for things, um, you know, without specific direct connection with people, relationships, or customers, then wouldn't be income-producing activities, in my opinion. What do you got, Siv?
1: Yeah, it's um you know it really goes back to uh an old saying that I've I've heard from one of the network networkers of our time. I think it was uh one of them, um, I think it might have been Robert Kiyosaki talked about how um or was it uh you know, was it was it's just your network determines your net worth, right? So we're, if we're looking in terms of income producing activities, then you have to look in terms of am I expanding my network because I know that money is in other people's pockets, right? If I'm looking to expand my income, that means I have to make sure that I'm focused on connecting with new people, right? Because the new people is going to allow me to <laughs> basically provide value and get money, right? But there's other aspects of it that we can look into is really narrowing, narrowing down the scope of when you're connecting to people and you're doing an income producing activity, or you speaking to the Right, niche audience, right? So that that's even more. But the activity of talking to new people is the activity that's income producing. If you're doing busy work, like just, you know, in the scroll hole through any of the social media platforms, that's not income producing, right? If you find yourself doing that, browsing the web, anything like cleaning your desk, anything that's going to take you away from being able to connect with new people, you know, that's not income producing. So that's how I would... Um, just really, you know, take inventory of am I doing things to move my business forward or I'm just doing busy work and I'm not talking to new people because, you know, new people um, is what you need to be doing to be able to get new money, right? Mm-hmm. So.
2: That's brilliant. That, that's one of the Joe um, quotes is uh, the money's in the pockets of the other people. Right.
1: Mm -hmm. Yep. Absolutely. One of my favorite quotes. Yeah. It's when you you understand it from that, um, that, that that's, I mean, it's so basic, right? Like you can't really say, okay, let's go make some money because if you actually printed out some money right now and you actually had a a really solid uh, printer um, that's illegal, you know, you can't really make money, but you can get money. Um, And if you understand how to get money, it's as simple as how you exchange your money for value. It's the same concept. So if you exchange money for value, well, guess what? Other people like you are also going to be willing to exchange money for value. You just got to provide the right value to the right people. So you don't have to spend too much time trying to convince vegans to eat steak if you're selling steaks, right? You got to find your (laughs) your right niche audience, you know, Mm. so
2: that's brilliant (laughs) brilliant brilliant all right guys well that's a wrap for this wednesday yeah um thanks thanks guys for showing up thank you thank you everyone for listening and for downloading the podcast check us out next week for our next episode check out our older podcasts uh, and uh that's a wrap on rider almost right have a fantastic fantastic week guys
0: awesome that's a wrap back to you (laughs) all right thank you guys the freedom ninjas the mission to free the world from concern by flipping on those light switches in the brain learn educate yourself and mastermind with us and join our facebook group freedom from concern